pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. and this is your girl May. So, are you preparing for the? Do y'all have the winter weather like storm coming to? Yeah, they're claiming that we're supposed to have like an ice storm. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. super super cold. Um, not here for any of it. Me either. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's not like bad and it's just like rain and we move on with our lives well you know how how it is here it's always 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 whenever there's like super cold and rain you always end up getting like icy roads for like days on end so nobody feels like dealing with but it is what it is all right so I guess what about yourself anything kind of going on on that end yeah nothing just I don't know, I thought I'd never say this, but I'm actually, like, part of me wish, like, I just had some, like, social interaction at work. Like, I know it's weird, because I'm cool with working from home, but at the same time, I'm like, it would be nice just to be at the office one day. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. Girl, you on your own on that one. I do not miss it. (laughs) (laughs) But you are the same person that used to come to work at like five in the morning, six. <laughs> You're like, how does she do it? And pull out at one o'clock. Don't talk to me. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I be sleeping. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I mean, it, it works for me. I'm, I am 100% a, a work from Homer. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I wish that all companies offered you the opportunity to do it and you could if you wanted to be 100% remote that you if you had the capability of doing it that you could do it because in all honesty like I don't I get my social interaction elsewhere so work I just don't need it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like I just want these six or seven people the rest of y'all can stay out is the home that's what I'm saying. Like, there be too many of them in the office. I, just like, oh, I don't even want to be around you. <laughs> Plus, not only that, all of the like office politics and like the fakeness and all of that just aggravating. Microaggressions, Ugh. aggravation. True, true, true. Plus, you remember the creepiness. You remember that IT guy who um. Who emailed me? Well, he IM'd me. Yeah, I like your skirt today. I was just like, these <laughs> work with so many, so many. Uh, The one that used to sleep, and it was like mostly IT people because one of the IT dudes used to sleep at, on the job because he used to be drunk. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but you know what? I, I liked him though because he used to. Um, because everybody knew he was a drunk and stuff like that. If you wanted anything, you make sure you got it, boy. No, because I was like, um, I want a new keyboard. And he was like, oh, I got one upstairs here. I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Shoot, I was slick mad when they fired him. I was like, damn, there go all my good shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I should have gone ahead and ordered that mouse that I wanted when I had the chance. Yeah. Listen, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Oh, anywho. All right, so let's go ahead and get into these hot topics. Super quick. We don't really have a lot this week. 
um, as we stated, we're really trying to push um, some different type of stories and kind of give you guys more broad spectrum than just the regular, regular um, same kind of stuff you can get on the blogs. But we do have to give you some of the stuff that you get on the blogs because, hell, some of that should be funny. <laughs> so um, super quick hitter, obviously. Um, we spoke about it, I want to say two shows ago with the whole yellow bone thing with Danny Lee. And I mean, obviously, we've all seen the memes now. Um, yellow bone is not what he wants because uh, <laughs> Danny Lee and the baby are officially done done. Um, they are over. What it was like two weeks of yeah, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> IG love affair and then done. So, uh, nonetheless, be like, child, you get dragged about making a whole song, but Vivica tried to tell her. Yeah, she did. She did. She warned her. She said this was gonna come, sis. She should have listened. Also, super quick, Tampa. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. On Sunday, um, in a pretty convincing fashion, it was really a horrible, horrible, horrible fucking game. Super boring. The halftime show sucked. I'm sorry. Listen, the weekend is to me is like um, he's just like a, a like you can hear like I can listen to his music, but like I don't want to see him in concert. Does that make sense? <laughs> is that terrible? <laughs> so. Yeah, that that there was no highlights really for me um, with the Super Bowl. I really wish Kansas City wouldn't have sucked as much as they did. I or because if they would have just sucked just a little bit less, I would have won five hundred twenty five dollars. But so thank you, Kansas City, for sucking as much as you did because lost money. You suck. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I mean, you know, what did you think of the Super Bowl? I didn't watch it. So, yeah, I just saw, like, I did go and look at the weekend's performance. And, yeah, I don't know if he's, he's not, like, he's not a bad artist. He's just not Super Bowl material. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't know. Like, you think of Super Bowl, you think, like, hype music and stuff. Like, to be honest, I'm like, Abe is, like, what you listen to when you on, like, a downer or something or, like, you a breakup so i don't know be honest you really <laughs> it aside from the super bowl you really want to go see the weekend in concert no <laughs> like, <laughs> come on there you're <laughs> <laughs> i ain't spending no coins to go see the weekend in concert like i will listen to his records um i'll stream his songs i'm not saying he had bad music it's just not a show that i'm looking forward to seeing I can agree. Because I'm like, you're just going to be sitting there at the stadium just like, or at the arena just like, sad. Yeah, basically. Unless you on drugs. Because he do make mm-hmm. some, some music for druggies. But the Super Bowl did bring up a pretty good debate that has kind of been raging over social media. They have been talking about who is the GOAT of all sports. They said since Tom Brady now has seven rings and has passed Michael Jordan, who only has six, does that make him the goat of all sports? What are your thoughts? No. I, don't, I think it's hard to compare. And especially like the Patriots, they're still my team. They were definitely my team when Brady was playing. But I'm like, he they had a whole scandal. 
And I like no small scandal, a big scandal. I ain't going to give him the greatest of all time because I'm like, we ain't never seen him. Jordan played with the flu. I ain't never seen him play with no flu or nothing like that. So now I don't give him that. Like he's pretty good, but I'm not going to say pretty good. He's good. But yeah, I'm not going to give him the greatest of all for sports. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. I think for me, what bugs me about the conversation is that they really act like Serena don't exist. You know what I mean? Like, how is when they have these GOAT conversations, is it always focused on these males in their sports? Like, I mean, listen, Michael Jordan, arguably one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. Tom Brady, arguably one of the greatest football players to ever play. But we're not going to pretend like Serena Williams ain't dominated tennis since the day she stepped foot in it. We're not going to pretend like she don't hold um, damn near, what, 20, they said 23 Grand Slam titles, played, won a Grand Slam title while she was crazy. Like, come on. She, I mean, if, if we if we really talk in teams, I mean, I might have to take Serena as the GOAT, man. Like, if we be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, but, and this is not to go off on a tangent, but I feel like it's the same way with rap as well. Like, top five, it's never a female, and that's the same way with sports. Like, bro, this is, like, she is the very definition of a fucking, like, one of the greatest athletes ever. Like, how you, even her worth ethic, and I watched her show, reality show, when she first had her daughter, and just, like, the sacrifices that she made as far as giving up breastfeeding so she could actually get her weight back down down and train like she needed to train like she is a beast right and not like like, again not taking anything from anybody else but I definitely think she is definitely top five like she should at least be in the fucking conversation I just hate that they don't mention her in the conversation definitely and I it's just weird to me because I'm like like you said when it comes down to like her titles and you're thinking of and then Tennis has so many competitions that, like, she come in banging all of them exactly. and by herself. I'm like, when you look at a lot of these male, you know, men that are in the conversations, they have teams behind them. They have, like, help behind them, no matter how you want to think about it. When people like, you know, LeBron and all this, calling him a crybaby and whatever. But I'm like, when you look at it, football, basketball, Soccer, you have a whole team that's helping you out to get there. When it comes down to soccer, unless you're doing doubles, and for the most part, I think her sister's the only one she played doubles with or have. I'm like, she by herself, and she she bringing it. Facts, facts. And that's and you know what's funny is that when they talk about her titles, they don't even include the doubles titles that she's won. They only include the things she's done a single. I mean, if we if we include what she's done in doubles tennis too, shit. I don't know if you could argue it then. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just, this is a wrap. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. I feel like my girl Serena might have to be up in that conversation. Y'all at least got to have her in the conversation. That's all I'm saying to these gentlemen, to all these little um, sports shows. Y'all need to start mentioning my my sis name. Put put some respect on it. That I agree with. Like, yeah, that's just weird. But uh, it doesn't... surprised me at all me either so two more quick hitters 
um, it's being reported that the best man TV show uh, TV show is in the works with Peacock, and that all original cast members will be returning, which is unheard of. <laughs> so, so like, I don't know the service. Like I've never heard of it before, but I'm like, mm, for best man, I probably have to go ahead and sign up to another one at least to watch it. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's in so. I signed up for Peacock because I wanted to, um, there were some shows that, because you know I'm an avid sci-fi watcher um, of the sci-fi channel, and sci-fi is owned by NBC, so Peacock is basically NBC's network, and so I thought that they would include that, but I don't like their setup because they don't, they're trying, I guess, to compete with like a Hulu, um, because they have like original content. They have like some older NBC shows. They have the current NBC shows that are running. So you can like watch the current episodes and things like that. But then there's like, they have two tiers. They have a free tier. And then they also have a pay, uh, a higher tier um, that you can pay for. It's not commercial free, but you don't get like every network show. You just get this, the shows from, like the NBC channels and it's not even all of their NBC channels like I said I I signed up for it because I was looking for the sci-fi and the sci-fi shows aren't even included so oh. I don't know I don't like it Okay. Yeah. I'm, plus I'm guessing that um, the same way that they deal with some of their other series like Will Smith, the Will Smith series it's available it's available on Peacock but they also I guess sold the rights or the rights are also available on HBO Max so you can watch it on HBO Max. That's another thing like there's nothing exclusive to Peacock cuz a lot of the stuff I can watch on the other one so I'm like why am I going to buy y'all? Yeah. Games okay, Yeah. So unless it's going to be exclusive to Peacock and it it's going to be on their free tier, I don't know where if you want to spend them coins. <laughs> because you might be disappointed (laughs) (laughs) all right and last quick hitter mary wilson one of the original founding members of the supremes she did pass away so condolences obviously rest in peace to her condolences to her family and friends um we've seen quite a few celebrities from Diana Ross to Tracy Ellis Ross to Cheryl Lee Ralph kind of post and talk about how, you know, her, her impact and what she brought to the music world. All right. So let's get into our last three hot topics. This one, again, is just another quick hitter. Um, I saw this report floating around. Um, Investigators have come back and said that Kobe Bryant nor the company pressured the pilot into flying, flying the helicopter during the storm uh, or during the, 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 the cloudy or foggy conditions. They're saying they said that they don't know, obviously, because everybody who's on the helicopter did pass away. They don't know if he felt pressure beca- um, on his own just because Kobe Bryant is a celebrity. But they said that Kobe Kobe, no, nor anybody who else was on the helicopter pressured him to fly. 
The company didn't say, oh, it's Kobe Bryant, you have to fly. He took that upon himself to make a decision and a call to fly. The company has come out and said that they do think that in the future, if they had two pilots, so if they have a pilot and a co-pilot, someone who can also kind of gauge the judgment and be like, no, nah, you know what? No, nah, we shouldn't fly. As You know what I mean? Then maybe that could have been prevented. But nonetheless. Okay. Yeah. Basically, it's, to me, that's what it boils down to. It's a tragic accident. Yeah. All right. So now let's get into our last two hot topics. These are pretty much our two big hot topics. And they, the reason we're saving these two is because they kind of lead to bigger conversations. The first one is we're going to start with is Safari um, and his comments about, I mean, he look, he's had a few comments lately that have been off the wall. First, starting with his comment about um, Erica Mena not, not wanting her to have any more children because she got too big when she was pregnant. Then posting a picture of his baby daughter with a little belly and saying he needs to start putting her in a waist trainer. Now he I missed it. Oh, you missed that? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. Listen, now it gets even worse. He went on a little tangent saying that, I guess nowadays, he was saying like girls are pressure, are, everybody is being naked on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. And that his daughter will never do that or never be naked. I don't on TV or it's or whatever social media yada 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 the same kind of bullshit that we hear from these men. So, what are your thoughts first on Safari's comments, and then we'll kind of take it to the broader topic in general about policing women's bodies and men's kind of attitudes towards just women in general. See, so when people like, oh, I know Erica was taking note for him when people were calling Safari corny corny there's different types of corny and safari is the corniest of fucking cornballs like just fucking like stupid ass corny ass nigga like flat out i don't know for him i'm like bro you are you have only fans your penis made the news last year year before last and it's just to me, it's weird and it's creepy. Like y'all grown ass men or y'all grown men teaching little boys to actually sit and imagine women naked. Like it's just so much wrong with his statement. And like, why are y'all even imagining another a woman's naked, first of all? And if that's what she want to do, be on the internet, okay, cool. You married the same thing. And it makes me wonder, like, are you beefing with your wife and you trying to throw a dig at her? I, I don't know. And it's weird for him because I'm like, you married Nikki and she, to me, she's a sex symbol. And then you married Erica Mina and she's a sex symbol. Fuck wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I agree. It maybe it could be something deeper. Like you said, maybe he's trying to take shots at Erica um, directly. Honestly, I just think that it's the same kind of misogynistic bullshit that we're used to hearing you know, in, in regards to policing women in their bodies. And I mean, it, it even you can take it as far as just to look at what happened with that silhouette challenge. Super innocent challenge. Wasn't nobody trying to be, you know, raunchy with it. 
nothing like that. And, and literally, you saw a bunch of creepy ass dudes go on the internet and find ways to remove the filter. So to, to the point where women actually had to um, put out, start putting out PSAs for to help protect other women. Had to start, um, in my opinion, uh, putting pressure on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the social media platforms who were allowing these men to make these videos, to remove filters from these women's videos without their consent, who were uh, allowing tutorials to be placed on their um, browsers, um, not on, on their platforms, indicating on how to remove the filter off. I mean, it just it just really uh it just really goes to show how creepy and 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 just beyond that some men and depraved some men can be you know what i mean and then to see that these men would then go on to make an excuse and say well y'all women are always trying to be victims nobody told y'all to be naked on the internet what it's a whole red filter like that's what i understand it goes back to even Safari's comment of you get women that are literally already naked on the internet. Why would you take somebody that didn't intend for you to see them that way? And you go through a whole step to remove the red filter. Like to me, that's just again, that's like past creep. I, I just it's sickening to be honest. Like, bro, you cannot be that fucking hard up. Like, yeah, that was just yeah. Just beyond. Before we jump to the next topic, I just want to bring up one other thing that I saw is kind of in the same realm. I saw that they are pushing for legisla- uh, legislation now to increase the the realm of what sexual assault is, and it is going to include the verbiage that um, if a man removes a condom without your consent during sex, then that is also falls under the range of sexual assault. Oh, Lord, listen. It's going to be... It's just so troubling that we have to have those conversations. And I remember an episode on Law and Order SVU about the the same exact thing um, and them arguing that it was not race. But I'm like... And I know a lot of people are like, well, that's not right because he didn't force himself, but that's not what you signed up for. That woman signed up to have protected sex with you. And that's deceitful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the legislation yeah. is being introduced. I'm hoping that for a lot of women who have went through that experience, because I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. Anytime during sex, if I do not consent to something, that's assault, period. So if if we're if even if we're in the middle of sex and you know what I say, hey, no, stop. I don't want to do this anymore. And you keep going. That's assault because you no longer have my consent. So if I'm having protected sex with you and you willingly deceive me by removing the condom, I didn't consent to that. That's assault. And you should face charges for that. And the sad part is the amount of people that I see talking about, well, I mean, it's uh, like you see men and women in the, well, it's kind of funny when you see it happen. Or, I mean, girls should be able to tell the difference and blah, blah, blah. The fuck? 
Some of y'all are real, like, real life rapey, and it disgusts me. Listen, every time conversations about sexual assault rape comes up or celebrities, you just real life see all the nasty-ass people, men and women, come to the forefront. And they be loud and wrong and nasty. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, I just I feel like that's a piece of legislation um, that I'm happy to to see introduce, you know, full disclosure. It's happened to me and it was traumatic and I was traumatized from it. So I, you know, salute to them for, um, you know, introducing that type of um, protection for women. So hopefully more women don't have to, you know, become victims and and go through that type of experience. All right. So now we're going to get to our final topic. And again, this one is going to draw into like an even bigger discussion that we want to speak on. Um, this topic has been everywhere. So there's there's two there's two pieces to it that I want to kind of discuss. And then we'll also get to the broader topic about black hair just in general. But obviously, you've seen it, I've seen it, the whole internet has seen it, the young lady who um, took to social media to inform the world that um, she ran out of her got-to-be hair spray, and she decided to then use Gorilla Glue on her hair to do her hair, and then after a month of not being able to get it out, trying, I guess she said she tried different things, I don't know, she took to the social media to try to, I don't, to get gauge what she could do. And then it's just turned into this whole kind of fire cannon media storm. Some people are saying that, that they feel like maybe she did it for clout or on purpose. And she just really didn't recognize the repercussions of it when she did it, because now, you know, she, She's verified on IG. She has a manager in her bio. She has a GoFundMe page going. She's flying out to LA to do interviews, consult with the plastic surgeon. I mean, I listen, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, um, let's first start with just the, the, the conversation around her, the mistake that she made because for some because for, for some people I guess outside of the black community they may have not really even got it or grasped how the hell she could have got there even though I'm gonna be honest common sense wise I don't know how she got there but <laughs> I do know that we do use glues in our hair so so anyway so we'll do for so for a broader breakdown Fallon kind of give them some Give them some kind of talk about that. So I just want to put out there, I I felt bad for her. I did do like, I guess some, like a little bit of research, not a lot, just to see like maybe where her head was at or what type of space she was in. Um, I know when you type in Gorilla Glue, your the actual, or when you type in... What's the other one we use? Not Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Snot. Yes. So, and of course, that's the product that we use to make our slick ponytails or, you know, pull back our hair for our half a week to get that slick, you know, pull back look. And Gorilla Glue did come up for like a lot of the search 
especially when you were looking to buy stuff. And it may be because of just the Google configurations. It's like, oh, this is what I think you mean. Um, but I think from her accounts is that it was already something that she had. I don't know. But it's just, I'm trying to, I don't know, I guess give her the benefit of the doubt in one way. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say necessarily she did it for clout. I do think that she probably thought like, oh, well, you know, this has got to be glue. It's in this type of bottle. I spray it on. And that, like, the gas to be glue, you have to wash your hair. Like there's no ifs and when you get ready to take down your ponytail or whatever little slick back style or take you, you gotta wash your hair. So I'm like, it's it's a far jump, but I can definitely see if you're not really fucking thinking like common sense is like, bro, you can't use this. It's said don't use on her. You can't touch it. And I'm like, we all, I like for me, I've got glue on my hands like this shit's warm so you know it doesn't belong on your skin so I'm like you definitely can like I can see it happening because she probably oh this is slick the rest of my ponytail down which it fucking did it just didn't come back off right so I don't know I, I feel bad I know a lot of people laughed or you know I thought it was funny I'm like yeah I I feel bad for her and I I don't feel bad about her capitalizing off of it that part I don't feel bad about get your coins because I'm like, y'all have made far worse people famous. They had Catch Me Outside, girl. The other one from, um, what is her name? Whoa, Vicky or something like that. The little slow girl talking about she was black. But I'm like, y'all have made her famous. She got a blue check mark on all of these. And you, I'm not mad about sis getting her coins. And if her hair is going to come out and they were saying something about like a skin graft may be needed, boo-boo, get your plastic surgery. Yeah. I mean, my only thing is, is that, like, cause I, you feel bad for her, but then when you start, when I start seeing other things, it makes me question, was it really an accident? That's the only thing that um, you know what I mean? That I'm having a hard time with because when I look at it first, she's 40 years of age. She's not, you know, a teenager. She's not in her 20s. She's 40 years old. She's been doing hair. You know what I'm saying? She's been doing her hair and all this different thing for a long time. And so that's why I'm, that's one. Then two, she says that she brought it in the store. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 a that's another part that make me like, mm, I don't know, sis. Because like if I run out, if I was to run out of, you know, my little got to be got to be spray or whatever like that, I'm gonna go to hair store and yeah. pick up even if they didn't have got to be, I'm gonna pick up something from the hair store, right? Or either from the hair aisle. I'm not gonna go to cause gorilla glue. Is it's an industrial product, like it's an industrial yeah. strength glue. Like you use that shit to glue like wood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like heavy duty shit. It's a heavy duty glue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's even heavier than super glue. So she would have had to go to in order to get that in the store, she would have had to been in like the I don't know, shit like the the you know, the paint. Uh yeah. That type of she would have had to been up in the hardware paint type of eye, like you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. my, so I 
So I have a hard time believing in my mind, like, that it was an accident. I genuinely think that maybe she thought, ha, 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 I'm going to do this. I can post this, get a little cloud off of it. And, and again, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Because, listen, we, that's the world we live in now. People do things to go viral. And I think that she just didn't think it fully through, like, oh, shit, this is for real, for real heavy-duty glue. Like, this shit may not come out. Like, she, I don't think she thought far enough. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. aftermath of what could happen. That and that's, that makes, and I'll, I'm with you on that. Like, I definitely think she thought, like, it was going to be, like, something revolutionary. Because we see all of these hair products that, like, we were like, damn, you know, like, this is something I already had in my closet, and I could have used this, and I could have been, you know, making money off of this, and I just, like you say, like, this is Gorilla Glue. This is not, like, your crazy glue. This is Gorilla Glue. Like, yeah, you can't just put acetone on this and get it off or something like that. Like, this is going to require you to, like, you can't even just take whatever you glue with it. And just like, oh, I'm just gonna rip it back apart. No, like I said, I don't. Yeah, I just really, I want. Like I said, I'm still not mad at her. Be like, like you said, this is social media. This is the world that we live in. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just hate that she did that to herself, and yeah. the possibility of her actually losing her hair. I know I saw an update that said she at least was able to get the ponytail off. Right. So. That's. That's a, that's a blessing in itself that she was at least able to get the ponytail off. But like when you saw the picture, like it's just the rest of her head is just slick. You know what I mean? It's just completely slicked down. And you could tell like she's been trying different like products on it to try to get it out because her hair now is completely like jet black. So you could tell she's been probably throwing all kind of acetones and alcohols or goops or whatever to try to get it out. But to be completely honest, I really think the only method she's going to have is to have to go to like a doctor, like she is going to a plastic surgeon because uh, uh, let's be real. That glue is like I said, it's it's industrial strength. glue. It's not even a regular um, super glue. So that's a shit. It's hard. Like if you put that on, you know, glue your table back together. I mean, I should. I don't even know unless you break your table or rock it or knock it. I don't know how the fuck you would even get your table to come back apart. You see what I'm saying? So like, that's why I was it's like, you just can't rip it back apart. And I was like, maybe she was thinking a bit like crazy glue because you know crazy glue under elements and shit. That should have come right back off, right? And be like, yeah, mama, that's not crazy glue. That's that's glue glue. Exactly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> like I just. When I saw it, I felt so like, oh my God, horrible for her. But it does bring up a deeper conversation about black hair in general. Um, and in a in in a way, our need to kind of, you know, slick our hair down, slick our edges back, um, certain hair textures, different hair you know what I mean? So let's let's dive in deeper into that conversation because I feel like there is a bigger conversation even in in that in that and just in the black hair in general. 
I hate that we're in 2021 and we're still like having this conversation. We're still, people are still using the term good hair um, to reference black hair, whether it's more kinky, curly. And I, I, being open and honest, I feel the pressure to be like, okay, I need to slick my edges down. Like, I need to make sure, you know, I got my eco style gel. I got me some edge control. I need to slick. I need to make sure that, you know, whatever little, you know, band that I'm using to pull my bun up, I need to make sure that it's tight so it'll look like I, you know, I'm put together. I don't know if maybe I'm too old or I, it's like, I come from the generation that, and my mom come from the generation of, you know, your hair needs to look together. And their look of together was basically straight because I'm like, when I went natural, it was like, and I would even have like twist outs that I had spent two, three hours doing and we'll go around my family like, so when you going to comb your hair? And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like, you know how long this <laughs> took me? And I had eight sitting under a dryer. I ain't even sitting under a dryer because it takes forever for my hair to freaking dry. And you're going to ask me what I'm going to comb? This is combed. Listen. It's many. And then I had to use almost $60 worth of products to get this. This is combed. So I'm like just going through that. Um, and I was like when I was, it took me I think three tries to actually say, okay, to stick with natural. Every like the before, I always went back to like, okay, I'm gonna get a perm. I'm gonna get a perm. And this is gonna be my last time I'm gonna do it. And then the final, the last time I was like, okay, I did the big chop and I stuck with it. But like I said, even now, I still have that pressure of, I need to slick down my edges. Or if I'm wearing a ponytail, I don't want the little, like my hairline to be fuzzy or something like that. Even though, I can slick down my edges and I probably, the summertime, I might have five minutes. The winter, maybe 15. And that's it. But And I still do this stupid ass shit knowing that it's not going to last. Right. And see, for me, I think that's that's one thing that I can say is like a blessing and a curse in my in my natural journey is that I've discovered that I am just, I'm what they call a frizzy natural so regardless, it don't matter because I've seen people say, no, you can just put products. Put it. No, I've tried literally when I tell you I've tried everything, I've tried everything like my hair. It just frizzes. That's just what it does. Don't matter what product, how much moisture I put in there to be as moisturized as it want to be. It frizzes. I, I'm a, my hair frizzes regardless. And so because of that, that's why I've never really felt the need or the pressure to do all like the the perfect slick and this because shit don't last for me. It just frizz every <laughs> no matter what I do. Um and I mean I've even I watched every YouTube tutorial about what to do about frizz and then finally I think I saw like a video where somebody said some people's hair just frizzes. You just live with that shit and deal with it. Get over it. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I was with that. But I fully 100% agree with you because I think that a lot of us come from that generation where our moms, um, you know, have told us about just keeping our hair neat, you know. Um, that's why so many of us had perms when we were younger, because it was just about keeping your hair looking neat, um, not necessarily 
even even when before my mom gave me a perm, she used to. We all have the stories of when they take the hot comb and run it. Through, you know what I mean? Just to straighten out your hair because that was what was considered neat and professional, and you know how you were supposed to appear when you were out in the world. Like you couldn't run around, quote unquote, nappy headed. So, <laughs> So I fully, I fully agree with you that there is some pressure there, whether it be from family, friends, society in general, that you kind of feel like, at le- you know what I mean? Like I, my hair yeah. at least has to look neat. Even when I do like my buns, even when I don't, like I don't slick them down or anything like that. I know there's going to be some frizz, but I try my best to get like the perfect little like poofy circle. So like no hairs kind of sticking out of the... um out of the like little band or whatever like that so that it just looks it, it even if it's going to have frizz it'll still look like it's neat you know what I mean yeah so I I definitely I, I fully fully 100% agree with you that it, it's tough and it it also comes into play um when we talk about textures right because I hate hair typing I hate hair typing I hate hair typing but if we're honest about it, when people talk natural hair, they're only talking the the three C's, the four A, you know, the three B's. It's rarely in the fours, to be honest. Even four A is a stretch for some of them. They really are talking like three C and up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I definitely, and I know people laugh, like I'm like, yeah, I'm a four C. Um and I hate that as well because I'm like so many, and I especially for black women, I think so many of our hair, our natural hair just falls all over the place. Um, I know mine do. Like my front is like maybe like a four A. My middle is like a four Z, and then the back is like a three C. <laughs> like it's just everywhere, right? And I think a lot of us struggle with this. So when we're looking at products, we're like, oh, this is for four A hair. And I even had to, like, again, just take my mind out of it. Like, listen, get the products that work best for you. It might not even be natural hair products, like the actual hair gel that I use when I do, like, my curls or whatever. It's just regular hair gel that I found at the beauty supply store. And I was like, I'll try it. Just things like that. And, And it gives off of that. And it plays into colorism as well because we do see like a lot of, you know, oh, she's light and she has like curly, you know, loose curl hair. Then you have like, oh, she's darker and her hair is more kinky. And again, it's just something that I like despise. And even when you see people now, I don't know if it's because new stylists are lazy, but they like, oh, I don't braid on 4C hair. And I'm like, but braids were actually made for 4C hair. Like, they work best on 4C hair. Big facts. Oh, people just, that. every time I see them little memes, it pisses me off. Because I have 100%. Stylist is fucking lazy. Period. Because there's no, like, I saw a meme the other day. It pissed me off so bad. Like, she showed a picture of the girl's hair straightened. And then it was, then she showed the picture of a girl's hair. You could tell it was freshly washed. It had shrunk up a little bit. And she said, um, she put on the left, like a little check mark and an X on the other one. It said acceptable, not acceptable. I'm like, bitch, what clients do you want? You just say you want white girls. Listen, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I feel like 
that little kinky texture, especially in the middle of my head when I'm doing braids, it, it, it works. I'm like, you rarely have like that little, because I'm like, you already have the shrink, uh, shrinkage. So I'm like, you don't have a little frizz that come out when it gets wet, possibly. And I, yeah, that's just really, that's another one of my biggest pet peeves. I even saw a story where, you know, a text message thread between a stylist and she was asking her to do like some brace. And she was like, if you're her, you got to perm your hair. And she was like, you're her nephew. What the fuck am I supposed to do with it? Baby, if you don't know how to do hair, just say that. Yes. I'm like, it's, and we so try to put ourselves in these modes. Like it, and it's, I'm to the point now where like, if your hair don't look like mine or close to it, I don't even watch YouTube tutorials because I'm like, it's a, it's different. Um, and people that even focus on like hair textures and all of it, like don't even worry about it. Um, and I know one of the YouTubers that I follow, her name is Dela Soul. And she was the one who put me on to the freezy because I'm like, it didn't matter. Like you said about moisture. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit under the dryer and make sure they're super dry. Mm-hmm. You know, that still didn't matter. I'd like by day two, my hair was like, boop, that's it. Um, and she was just like, like you said, like your hair is going to freeze. But like we are black people in an environment that we probably not even supposed to be in. Your hair going to freeze. Yeah. So that helped me like a lot. Um, and I think it's hard to even, I'm like now, you know, we have more people natural, we see more examples, but it was just, that was one of the things that was hard to do when I first went natural was like my hair texture because it didn't look like everybody else's or you saw these girls was like, well, my shit don't look like hers or my curls didn't come out and look like that. My or my hair type doesn't look like that. Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, is this really the right thing for me? And that's one of the things that made me get a perm a lot of times. I'm like, my hair is not doing what it's supposed to do within the whole time. My hair was doing what it was supposed to do. It was just that I was looking for something else that couldn't be achieved with my hair type. So that's true. That's exactly the truth. Um, It's definitely, um, I think that we can all learn from this. Just embrace your hair. Do the things that work for you when it comes to your hair. Stop. Like you said, because watching YouTube and all of that, even if you try to go by somebody whose hair you think looks like yours, it doesn't matter because everybody's hair is different. Everybody's hair reacts differently. Some products, like I know some people swear by coconut oil. My hair hates it. Uh, you know what I mean? So like different different stuff for different people, it works. Um, so just do whatever works best for you. And also, because I, I saw... That the young lady is contemplating suing the glue for it. Um, I would say, sis, save them coins that you're getting from these different, you know, promotions or going viral and all that. And do not waste your time on that lawsuit. Because unless they unless they are having like a good, good day of conscience and they decide not to you know, go to court with you and just settle it because they don't feel like dealing with the headache of it. You're going to waste more money in court costs trying to to sue this company because I'm sorry that this it's not it's not a win. 
Because any any and everybody can tell you, even if it doesn't, because they were like, it doesn't say hair on the bottle specifically. Yeah, but it says skin. Your scalp is skin. And it does also be, it's in the hardware aisle. So I'm just saying, it ain't in the hair aisle. They are not close together. If you go to Walmart, hair and hardware is not close together. Or Target. They, they are absolutely not. <laughs> um, all right, so that is it for hot topics this week. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. Um, my question is, and this is like, you know, you know this person and you can see in the future. Um, if you knew who your husband was, would you tell him? So... This is a tough question for me because as much as I would probably want to and I would really be like, damn, I want to tell this person and I want, you know what I mean? I feel like in life, you know, that life is a journey and that it's going to work out so much better in your favor for that person to gradually get to the space and become the person that they are supposed to be. That makes them your husband, if that makes sense. Because not everybody, because you've ever you've ever heard of um, the people who of people who are completely in love. Um, they work, but it's just the wrong timing. Yeah. And I feel like if you try to rush it along, that you could potentially put yourself in the position to where this that's your love that's your soulmate y'all work but it's just the wrong time in their life because maybe they're not ready and you could potentially miss out on that so I think that as much as I would want to I would say I wouldn't just for the for the the simple fact that I wouldn't want to miss and you know mess up the the timing of it and miss the the man that I am destined to be with what about yourself I would say no and the reason why I say no is People have always have the uh, a choice. Um, so just because you're like, oh, you know, I saw you were my husband, he still has a choice of choosing another another person, another woman. So that and and it's just it's creepy. Like, oh, you're my husband. Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Like, no, I'm good. And I also, oh, my last point was, I don't believe in just one soulmate. So I definitely think like, again, you know, like, okay, this is your husband, but he could go with another soulmate. And you can also have another soulmate that, you know, right, different than what you know. So that's why. I would be like, no. Now, I would, just to explain, I would not want to know this shit because I'm so fucking impatient. Like, <laughs> so, how long do I have to wait? <laughs> that would that would drive me insane. Mm, absolutely. I'm with you on that. All right. So, my relationship question this week comes from a post I saw from Tamar Braxton. She posted, if you love them, leave it off of social media. And basically, my question is: Do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? Oh, um, I can't. I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I hate to say, I agree, and I don't know. I think there are certain parts that you have to leave off social media. 
Because so, I'm trying to, yeah, I would say I agree and disagree. Um, and I hate being on this side. But um, the reason why I say I disagree is because I think, I think you're, if, if you're in a healthy relationship, there's nothing wrong with you and your mate being on social media or people know that this person is your mate. If you are, you know, if it's solid. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I do think far as, like I said before, there's a lot of things that you should leave off social media. I don't think there's anything wrong with posting pictures, but besides like pictures, like I'm not arguing, I, all that stuff on social media, I'm not doing. I do think it's weird in the space when people post their mates or whatever, that people from like, like if a girlfriend or if a girl posts a man, that some of her friends go and like friend him. I'm like, this weird as shit to me. Be like, why are you doing it? Right. But other than that, like, I do agree. Like, you know, just keep it off, like certain stuff. But if you want to post a picture every once in a while, I'd be like my boo. And they see it. I don't think it's anything wrong with it. Okay. Okay. So on my end, I actually disagree with the statement. And here's the, my thought process is, is that I feel like we put too much emphasis on social media and we use social media as an excuse a lot of the time to not take, I don't want to say responsibility or maybe accountability for our decisions and actions and things like that. It's always, well, social media made me do it or Social media, social media, you know what I mean? Like there's always an excuse. And and my thing is social media has only been around for, or it's only been super popular, I would say, since what? Uh, Facebook came around 04, 05. Yeah. Um, And you can't even say then because Facebook was just college. So even later than it, like 07, because you got MySpace. Right. So, I mean, it, it was, it was. Basically, the the earlier portion of the, well, the mid-range of the 2000s, whatever. So, I mean, it hasn't been around for that long of years. And relationship issues have always occurred. Same shit has still been going on. The same problems have still existed. I just think that a lot of times we use social media as this this be-all, end-all of, like, microcosm bad. Like, oh, it, it's created so many negative elements. It's destroyed so many. Rela- Sis, if y'all, you know what I'm saying? If your relationship fell apart, it was going to fall apart regardless, it, with or without social media. You know what I mean? Like, uh, people was going to, if you was together with so-and-so, people was going to find out in some sort of way, even if y'all was trying to quote-unquote sneaky link, people was going to find out in some type of cities, towns, Gossip has always been around. You know what I mean? Like that shit has always existed. So if it was my thing is I'm a firm believer in what's meant to happen is going to happen. You know what I mean? Regardless. So I, I, I can't sit and say and pinpoint and say and point my finger at social media and say social media is the big bad. And this is what's creating all of these issues. No, it's some of y'all. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Matter of fact, it's a lot of y'all. Okay? A lot of y'all get up on this internet and and perform because because y'all are looking for a viral moment. 
And granted, I will say this. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If you want to go viral, that's your goal. Just own that shit and be honest about it. But stop stop pointing the finger at social media or stop pointing the finger at other people who, you know, I've seen so many people get judgmental at people. Don't post your person on, you know, on the Internet like that. Y'all just doing it for social media and blah, blah, blah. Soon as y'all break up, I'm like, stop judging people for that because they're comfortable in their relationship. They're, they feel healthy. They want to share their partner. That's what social media was for. That's literally what social media is. It's platforms for you to share spaces of your life with, um, you know, the people that are that you can't connect with it, who are in different locations because we all can't be in the same location. Not all of our family lives in the same place. Not all of our friends live in the same place. So that's a way for us to connect via the web. You know what I mean? So I don't know. So that's why I disagree with the statement. I do say, I mean, there is things that obviously should be left off of social media and relationships if y'all are arguing this, that, and the other. But again, I just always feel like that shit happens in real life anyway. Like we've seen couples who are messy as fucking real life who will be in the middle of a party and just start arguing everybody looking like so y'all just gonna do this at the party huh like (laughs) it happens so i don't know um that's that's my thoughts on it i do want to like because i know a lot of people say like oh social media messed up my relationship but like and women back in the old days then talking I'm like bro y'all not gonna see her and act like it one women back in the old days taking that whole ad to the paper facts <laughs> try to try to sneak y'all full of shit okay y'all wasn't acting like y'all didn't have them AOL chat rooms popping <laughs> <laughs> oh man I see somebody say that they need to bring Black, Black Planet and I was like Ooh, uh, child. Y'all know the mess that used to go on on Black Planet. I don't know if y'all were. <laughs> Black Planet was. Oh, Lord Jesus. Ooh. We just get it popping on Black Planet, but I will say that, like, yeah. Yeah. Good days. Good old times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is all we have for relationships this week. Let's go ahead and quickly move into. New books, music, TV, anything that you're watching, want to recommend, anything you want to get off your chest? Nothing that I'm, the only thing I'm watching, and I know it's kind of corny, I am going back watching Reba because it's on Hulu. I personally like the show, but now, and I hate going back watching shows that I liked when I was younger because now that I'm older and I guess more knowledgeable. It's like it takes the fun out of it. Cause I'm like, oh, they're gaslighting her. Oh, this is what they're doing. So it, it's different, but I am watching. Yeah. <laughs> I fully agree with you that when you are when you love something when you're younger and then you go back and watch it as you're older, you do definitely lose some of the nostalgia because you like you say, you see stuff now differently. So you're like, uh, I used to watch this. Uh, I fully fully agree with you on that Um, anything else Uh, nothing else for me okay so for me on my end I actually as I told you guys last week I checked out Firefly 
Firefly Lane, which is the number one show currently on Netflix, um, is starring Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk from Roseanne. Um, and Katherine Heigl was on Grey's Anatomy. Actually, so the preview looked good to me in um, in kind of like a sappy type of way. So I was like, ah, this is going to be like some sappy show that I kind of kind of like. I actually really, really enjoyed that show. I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm a little upset because they did end on a cliffhanger. And you know how I feel about Netflix shows ending on cliffhangers. It's like a recipe for disaster because we all know Netflix is quick to cancel some shit. But um, I feel like it's popular enough that they will hopefully get a second season. so you know, we can um, see what happens in regards to the cliffhanger. But I would definitely recommend it. I think there is a reason that it is number one right now on Netflix and has been um, since it came out because it is, it was a good show. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and and I, I, I am a firm believer in, um, I'm, I'm with you in that. I don't think that we only have one soulmate. But I also think... Um, I am a believer that sometimes friendships can be soulmates. And I just love the aspect of the fact that these two discovered, you know, at their young age that, you know, they were soulmates as best friends. And I just love kind of that trope of women and how they you see kind of their journey through all of those years of being together um, from being like what, 13, 14, and how they kind of stood up for each other back then, even as adults, and how that journey kind of played out. So I, I thoroughly enjoy it, enjoyed it. I would recommend it 100% over um, as just, and it's not super long either. I think I finished it in one day, but it was like a Saturday. So I, I will um, caveat it at that because it only has like eight, eight or nine, maybe 10 episodes, but they're fairly short, and so I like I watched it in a whole Saturday, but it was really, it was really good. I would one hundred percent recommend it. And then I also watched Malcolm and Marie. So let me caveat: I know that there is a lot of controversy on the web per usual because a white man wrote it, and um, John David Washington's character does drop the n bomb. So a lot of people are feeling away about a white man writing a script. That includes using the word nigga. And um, I mean, there, like I said, there's a lot of controversy surrounding the director. I mean, the, the guy who wrote it and then directed it and all that jazz or whatever like that. Stepping away from that and just focusing on the piece the art that we were presented. I would say that I give it, I would give it maybe like a B minus. Because... One, I don't, when I, when you see the preview, you're thinking, okay, the black and white isn't going to bother you. But as you watch the whole movie, I didn't, I found myself not liking that it wasn't black and white. Like, I don't feel like it being in black and white added to it. I feel like it should have been in color just because of the modern, modern elements that they were focusing on, the modern tropes that they had going on in it. I didn't like the concept of black and white. I don't think that that added to it. I think it was kind of played, and I think that it should have been in color. I also do think that John David Washington and Zendaya, in certain places of the of it, 
they overacted. There's a there's a whole like rant or speech that John David goes in to during the movie um, to to me that was complete, just utterly overacting. Like it was like it was cringe almost. I was like, oh my god, can I skip through this part because I hate it? Because it, it in essence, um, John David Washington is a filmmaker and um, filmmaker, film student, and uh, filmmaker grad student, I think. And then Zendaya, she plays a model slash used to be actress slash um, used to be drug addict. And that's how their kind of relationship forms. And, and the whole movie basically is a preface of, it's like you see them coming back from the premiere of his movie and they go from like sweet moments to just having like an argument it's like a whole drawn out argument through like a whole night into the morning. And that's kind of where it, it leads off. And I, I I fully agree with Zendaya when she said that um, some people, when they saw it, they thought that it was a love story. And I do not think at all that it is a love story. It is 100% a story about love. And what I mean by that is that it's, it's up to you as the viewer to kind of decide what type of love this is. I, in all honesty, I left the movie wondering to myself, do these people even like each other? Like this should, the, the argument that they had, the levels of, of hurt that they threw at each other, the kind of dirt that they saw at each other. I was like, do y'all even like each other? Are y'all just together? I mean, maybe y'all do love each other, but are y'all just be- get together because it's what you're used to because you're codependent on each other because, you know, there, there were some elements in truth because maybe he felt like he needed her to make his movie and to write the story because he couldn't tell his own story because she felt like, you know, he stayed with her through her addiction and out of that, you know what I mean? Like I, it didn't seem healthy to me. It didn't seem like they liked each other to me, but again, it's, it's all in, perspective so when you sit down and watch it I think that you you as the the watcher are left with the idea of again you have to decide you know what love what type of love is this is this love what type of love is it in that regard I think that it was a good a good piece because that's introspective of real life right that's things that we go through in real life and decisions that we make so I I I mean it's only like an hour and a half. So if you have an hour and a half to spare, I would say give it a watch. But I will say there are moments that are a little cringe. Um, they both do in spaces over at, um, again, the black and white doesn't add anything to it. Could have definitely easily been in color. But outside of that, it was a decent watch. And that is it in far- terms of like new movies, books and TV and all of that. Fallon, Dan, did you have anything else on that end? Nothing else for me. All right. So then quickly, I'm going to jump into the nerd moment of the week. Um, This week, um, I'm going to give you just some quick hitters and a quick recap of WandaVision. So quick hitter, The Flash, Legend, Superman, and Lois, even though it hasn't even premiered yet, have all been renewed for new seasons um, in the Arrowverse. Ava uh, DuVernay, she has been granted two pilots. I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that she was granted a pilot for DC Comics' Naomi. She has also been granted a pilot for the live 
a live action version of the Powerpuff Girls. So super interested in seeing that one, see how that's going to play out. Because I told you how I thought about the Wink series and the Fate Wink series and how that played out on Netflix. So I'm interested to see what Ava does with the Powerpuff Girls. The Flash um, has also been added to Fortnite. Um, So in the way you unlock his character, you can do it in the Flash Cup in Fortnite. So for all those of you guys who play Fortnite and kind of understand that, that's kind of big news, I guess, in the Fortnite uh, realm. Also on Netflix, I watched the uh, television show The Invisible City. So listen, it is it was so interesting to me. It's a show based on Brazilian folklore. So anyway, give me something based on like different cultures and um, supernatural type shit. And I'm in. It was just intriguing to me to kind of learn about different folklore from like different a different culture that, I, you know, I wasn't already used to. I didn't know a lot about. I will say that I I think I think that it was originally in Spanish and that they dubbed it to be in English for Netflix because I in parts you can kind of see like you remember in the old Japanese films where it seems like their mouth is moving faster than the words. So I think it may have been dubbed, but it's it's a really good dub um in that um it's only in certain spaces. Um, where you can actually, where you actually catch on, but it doesn't, it doesn't hinder or take away from the show at all. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but again, I I'm into things like um, different cultures and customs and, and learning about different folklores and stuff like that. Like I I enjoy watching um, about even just the 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 folk- folklores that we have around here from you know, in, in, in American costumes, like grim fairy tales and things like that. So I enjoy reading and hearing about things like that. So seeing that from a different perspective and a different culture, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I would recommend that show as well. And then lastly, but not least, of course, episode five of WandaVision aired um, last week on Friday. And hello, Evan Peters. Welcome to the MCU we have a introduction of Evan Peters' version of Quicksilver. Um, Wanda, obviously, Quicksilver is Wanda's brother Pietro, but Evan Peters played Pietro in the Fox X Men series. So, it, in a way, it was almost like, are we are we getting X Men? Are we finally are we finally getting the clues? Um, there was also a space in episode five where you see Wanda pull the same kind of stunt. If you watch the Fox X-Men movies where Magneto um, used his powers to turn the guns on all the cops, um, Wanda uses her powers in in a very similar fashion to turn the guns um, on one of the agents. So it's it's it was a really, really good episode. It's really building up. Um, We're finally starting to get some reveals. I really, really think um, they've been teasing that there's going to be like a big like. Um, Luke Skywalker type reveal in um, at the end of WandaVision. I really think it's going to be Magneto. All all kind of fingers are pointing that way um, that they're going to finally confirm that Wanda is a mutant and the daughter of Magneto. Um, I think that that's the the angle that it's going 
as well as I think that we're going to find out that Evan Peters' character is not actually her real brother, Pietro, or even a version of Pietro. I actually think that he is, he may be the villain, um, but who knows? We shall come to see. But nonetheless, um, very good episode. Again, it's building up really, really nicely. And I think we got, what, three more episodes to go? Because there's like eight episodes. So three more episodes to go. And yeah, that is it for me in regards to the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon Deanne? Nothing else for me. All right. So then, per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night.